Welcome to episode 12 of Viv and Dave's Adventures in Retirement. This is about our 10 days or so in Saskatoon. Uh, episode 12 comes in two parts. Part 2, which uh, you can listen to separately, is uh, basically about Viv's family here. Uh, part 1, which uh, we recorded over several days... Uh, features us talking about how bleeding cold it is, uh, our trip to the Museum of Western Development, uh, which starts about 1910, um, surprise meeting with the Highway Patrol, our um, oh, view of, um, and Canada's view of American politics, with the midterm elections going on, uh, and uh, our trip to Wanaskewan, which is the Museum of the History of the Indigenous Peoples, which is very different from the Museum of Western Development. Okay, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, the overnight lows dropping into the mid-minus teens. For Regina, we're looking at minus 14. Saskatoon, minus 18. We got to Saskatoon. The snowstorm's still going on. We're in Claire's basement. Very Canadian stuff. They all have basements. Yes, they're kind of semi-underground, aren't they? Yes, that's right. Yeah. But it means we've got our own sort of living room, bathroom. Yeah, it's um, lovely. Yeah. yeah. It's freezing outside. But it's cosy inside. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what did you say it was? About minus 21 outside. Something like that, yeah. Just unheard of temperatures for us. Yes, not for these people. Not no. for Canada or Saskatchewan <laughs> at all. Although <laughs> even they said it's colder than they've had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it's not usually that much warmer. Yes. And uh, today we went for a drive. And who was driving? Um, that would be me. Well done, Dave. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, asked, I did offer you the chance to drive in well, the thick snow in an automatic car on the wrong side of the road or the other side of the road from what's normal for us. And surprisingly, I turned down that offer. Yes, I yes. thought you'd like to drive. So I had a go and it was interesting when we came to a crossroads because I realised um, not only had I not driven on a an automatic car for a very long time but I couldn't remember what the rules were at the crossroads it just said mm-hmm. something like as they say four way yeah four way traffic yeah but they don't say what you should do yeah. but <laughs> fortunately there was nobody else there so we just drove across it anyway and it was a necessary drive because uh, I needed boots because you can't have footwear that's you know exposes your ankles in this climate and it's not just for victorian values it's actually because of the climate isn't yes it? and i couldn't go to the mall i mean it's a walk you don't normally have to drive but i couldn't in the shoes i had so you need boots and we had to drive there yeah and i got a nice pair of boots fleecy on the inside cover up my ankles and have good traction at the bottom of them. And I got four pairs of socks, which I think I'm probably going to wear all at the same time. That would make sense, yeah. We went to the Museum of Western Development, didn't we, with David? Yes, and it was Boomtown, wasn't it, the mm. first bit? 
um, which was the arrival of European settlers in at the beginning of the last century, 1910. And it was especially interesting because David, my brother-in-law, his grandparents came over in 1905, so it kind of... To Middlesbrough. Yes, yeah. Um, and it sort of replicated a bit their experiences. I thought it was amazing, really, because like, they had to sort of, you know, build houses, as, you, as, as we saw, out of mud and turf. And I think straw. I think they had the original yeah, straw I, bale I houses. Think, I think they? they did invent straw bale houses there because they didn't have very much else to build it with. Mm. Then after a while... Uh, they got uh, what we would call kit houses, wooden houses, delivered, and then put them together, build them yourself. Yeah, like and, Ikea. And they're able to a bit, bit beyond <laughs> Ikea. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you can get these in Europe still, and it's well, a sort of sensible way of doing it, uh, cheaper than buying a, a, a house already built. But anyway, um, but it, we even saw one being moved. You can move these whole houses, you know, the whole thing. We saw one on the back of a truck the other day, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Makes uh, moving house the whole new uh, concept. Yeah, I'd like to have seen more uh, about the indigenous people. Last time we were here, they, they were the first people. Now they're the indigenous communities. I don't know what term will be used for them next time we come back. Um, treated badly over the last so, few hundred years by the, the white settlers um, in various ways. Not as badly as the, uh, their sort of comrades in the US of A have been treated on the whole. Um, Canadians would have us believe. But I've been listening to his podcast um, called um, Secret, Secret Life of Canada. And one of the presenters is a Mohawk woman, so she should know that uh, they've been treated badly, but not as badly as the Americans. Um, quite fascinating communities, but we'll have to sort of discover more about them yeah. at some point, won't we? Um, but I do like the way that migrants are called New Canadians here. Yes, there was a, a feature on the tally about some New Canadians who were being taught curling and mm. um, had all these you know like was doing scotland mm. um and they were colombian and it must be completely outside their experience but they had a great time absolutely they? They, really, they really they really loved it didn't they well that was interesting being pulled over by the highway patrol i know it was like they'd arranged it for the tourists benefit wasn't it yes <laughs> yes and um interestingly enough um, David was driving right on the speed limit yeah. and the police car overtook him. So obviously the copper was breaking the speed limit. Wow, that's what coppers um, do. And then he pulled over to the side of the road. Um, must have been having a look at the numbers and everything. And uh, so David went past him and then he pulled out with his stop sign on and uh, pulled a pulled us all over to the side of the road and said that um, the insurance plates, he checked the plates, the insurance was two days out of date, mm. gone, and uh, took Dave's licence and told him to phone Sarah to get the car insured properly. Because we'd borrowed Sarah's van because it fitted everyone in. That's right, yes. And she, it was, who hadn't paid her insurance. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yes, and she... Uh, anyway, she sorted it out for another month or so. 
Mm. Uh, otherwise, we'd have been stuck at the side of the road. And it was cold. It was jolly cold indeed. Yeah. Right. So. Um, and we had the children saying, "Are we going to jail?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes, that much the copper smiled. But anyway, um, copper breaks law, then pulls somebody else over and accuses them of breaking a different law. Well, it was ever thus. Police are just like that all over I, the world. I didn't world. notice if he was armed, did you? No, I couldn't really see, but um, generally I think they probably are. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, golden rule while abroad, don't argue with an armed copper, no matter how far in the wrong he is. As we said when we were in uh, New York, it's interesting to be around at the time of the American midterm elections. Yes, it's all over the telly here. And they get the New York Times here, Claire gets it. And uh, front page, it just shows the uh, Trump effect is waning oh, at last. Yeah. And Rupert Murdoch has withdrawn his support for him. New York Post headline, Trumpy Dumpty. Yeah. Yeah, mm. and as someone on Saturday Night Live said, that wasn't a hard picture to create. <laughs> this big Trump face <laughs> on top of a, yeah. a Humpty Dumpty yes. outfit. But, but general joy in Canada, I've seen that the, the Trump types are not doing well. Yeah, which shows right. what a civilized country Canada is yes. compared to their near neighbors. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so maybe there's hope for the world. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yeah, it's not going. You know, I can say it's not going the way the Demo the uh, Republicans said it would. They said there was going to be a red. What was it? A red wave. A red wave. Which and is this... confusing because the the reds are the right wing ones. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah and yeah. the blues are the Democrats. Yeah. But they said it's not so much a red wave as a a pink trickle mm. you know yes. so the democrats are doing okay <clears throat> yeah. it seems so the canadians are very pleased that the democrats are doing okay and particularly that trump isn't but they are quite polite about it as uh it's the old of uh it, it, it's coming through the old jokes of how do you get 30 drunken canadians out of a swimming pool late at night how you say get out of the swimming pool please <laughs> yeah <laughs> We just got back from Wanaskew and it was really interesting, I thought, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. It's a native, what, what they would have called Native Canadian, now it's Indigenous Canadian Museum of Life Before the European Settlers yes, Arrived. Uh, yes, um, yeah, the uh, goes back six and a half thousand years since people have been here, although it's been dramatically different over the last four or five hundred years. But, you know... Um, I do think that there's been a problem all over North America with how the native people have been treated. But things do seem to be improving slightly over the last 50 or 60 years. Yeah, I think there's a bit more recognition that people are entitled to their own cultures and their own language. Um, but let's see. Mm, you can see. Like, we were, like when we were in Berlin, you could see... Uh, in the Jewish Museum, you could see links between different sort of religions. You could see links between different you know, communities here. Just simple example. Their language is coming back just like the language is coming back for people in Wales. It seems to be a, mm. yeah, quite, a, quite an interesting thing. And you know, the powers that be seem to be trying to make recompense somewhat. Yeah. And anyway, food was good. Yes. 
And we had a nice walk outside among mm. all the things that they've replanted. Um, and it's taken its time, but be worth visiting again in five years to see how it's doing. Definitely. I was, uh, I was fascinated. Interesting art as well. Mm, yeah. A couple of art galleries in there. Bought some cards to send home. Mm, yes. Um, yes, interesting. So, you know, uh, Native American, first person, indigenous art. Um, yeah, it's really good. I'm glad, glad we got there as well. Yes, I am too. Okay. So, tomorrow we're off to Vancouver. Yeah, we'll spend the rest of today packing and getting ready for going tomorrow. Will you miss the intense cold? <laughs> In a way, yes, I will. <laughs> I quite like that huge difference between inside and out that you don't get so much anymore. Uh, it's amazing, the heating has been, the heating's on 24 hours a day. Yeah, um, yeah. The difference between the sort of outside and inside sometimes has been like sort of nearly 40 degrees. Yeah, well, like I say, huge differences. Uh, and uh, you feel, I don't know, feel kind of connected to nature in some strange way when it's so cold and so snowy. Yes, I'd rather be connected to nature when nature's been a bit warmer, though. Yeah, personally. yeah there is that, yeah. yeah. I think so, na- nature could behave better <laughs> towards us if it wants us to connect with it. Yeah, so, yes, I'll miss everything about Saskatoon, but I'm looking forward to going to Vancouver and the more temperate climate. Yes, Okay, Vancouver, here we come. But before Vancouver, I will listen to episode 12, part 2, about Viv's family in Saskatoon and our adventures with them. <laughs>